I use my hands, like Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with my hands. All right. All right. Welcome, listeners. Once again, this is Sean Fritz, your host of Power Rangers in Cyberspace, back for episode 40, back in the studio, not traveling. And today I have a special guest with me. I ran into him last weekend, weekend before last, two weeks ago, a couple days ago, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, at the Fayetteville Comic-Con. One of the, is it Red Raiders? Yeah. The Power Rangers guy on YouTube? Yeah. Guest host for today, uh, Christian. Hello, Christian. What's going on, man? How's it going, man? Yeah. It was really cool to meet you in Fayetteville. <laughs> Funny story. You know the story because you were there. I thought you were just taking, we, were, we met at, uh, at Christopher Kamen Lee's booth, and I didn't realize that you were, you know, in effect working with him. Yeah. You were taking pictures and you know just kind of walking around the table, and, I, and here I thought I was monopolizing his time, and you were actually there with him, putting uh, putting some video footage together for him. Yeah, I made a um, promotional video for him for Ranger Shop. I don't think you've seen it yet because we're not friends on Facebook, are we? Or do you have Facebook? Uh, we're not friends on Facebook. Uh, I do follow you again, the Power Ranger guy on YouTube, but I haven't looked to see if there's anything up there within the last few days. I didn't upload it to my YouTube channel because it was for him. I just shared it on my page, and he shared it. It was it was a pretty cool video. Um, I didn't. It took me longer than I wanted to to make it, but that's the ins and out of dealing with video editing software, and you know, getting screwed over by the software itself. Yeah, video editing is a is a monster that I don't know that I want to tackle. Audio is difficult enough or time consuming enough. Yeah, no, audio is crazy. Video is crazy it's once you mix it all together like if you record something through audio and then record the same thing through video and you have to mix it together it's it's atrocious yeah i don't envy anybody that has to do that but people get paid to do it so i don't i've done it before i don't want to ever do it again i don't that's why you need to make sure your mics are good with every video software you have yeah true true so you were you were telling me that you were you went to a convention this past weekend uh where did you go uh, I went to Hampton, Virginia for NecoCon. I think it was 21. It was fun, but I was kind of annoyed. I tried to stay drunk the whole time, and it just didn't work. I had, like, 18 beers over the course of Saturday. Like, 18 beers, two or three margaritas, a few shots, and I didn't feel anything. I was super annoyed. I was like, dude, I guess I'm an alcoholic, because I ain't feeling nothing. I think that's what that means. I think it, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what that means. What you said, NecoCon? Is that where they? Uh, is that a convention for Neko wafers? I guess no. It's just it's anime. Oh, okay. Did you, have you ever seen uh, Yu-Gi-Oh? No, um, I'm. I, I've been told that I should probably check out a bunch of different uh, animes by different people that I've run into, but I don't have the time because I know with anything anime, it comes with about what four hundred episodes of back, you know, back issues to to watch or back episodes. Pretty much. I mean, I, I got to meet the voice uh, voice actor for Seto Kaiba, which was cool. He was an awesome guy. I got to meet the um, girl who vo- voiced Bulbasaur on uh, Pokemon. That was awesome, but it was it was a fun con, but I think I enjoyed Fayetteville just a little bit more. You know, and Fayetteville was nice because it it's like a single-day event. 
I mean, you could knock it all out in a single day, which uh, which was kind of nice. I mean, it was. It, I did it in a day, Sunday. But like Raleigh Supercon was kind of like that. I don't know if you went to that this past summer or not. I did not. I didn't have the money. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's uh, although Fayetteville turned out to be more expensive than Raleigh Supercon did, only because. Well, the only reason I went was to see Amy Joe, and I got a signature and a picture with her. And that was cool. And I bought maybe a handful of things, but I bought way too much stuff at Fayetteville. Uh, although I did buy a uh, Captain America number 100. Oh, shit. Which, I, same place I bought the uh, 10-inch Thanos. Uh, yeah, with the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, the Target exclusive that nobody could find anymore. Yeah. But this guy got me a sweetheart deal on both of them, so I couldn't I couldn't refuse it. It was it was a little damaged because it's old, but it was going right for it, so I couldn't complain. I feel it. Some of them pops are hard to find. Like I was trying to find the Ultra Zord from oh Target. My goodness. I went the day it came out, and it was like not nah, sold out. And I'm like, yeah, I just can't check the back to make sure there's none back there. No, we can't do that. All right, I guess I'll go fuck myself. Well, the Target app is pretty good about telling you what they actually have in inventory. The problem yeah. with the Target app is you have to search exactly correct, you know, for exactly what it's called, or it won't show up. Like it, it'll be like, oh, we don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, you gotta go word for word. Yeah, like I could even search for like Thanos ten inch or Thanos pop, and it would give me like the Black Panther exclusive and the Star Wars Red Trooper, you know, Target card uh, one. And I'm like, I-, I don't want that. I want what I typed in. That's it. Yes. Yeah, I like things to where I can type it in and it knows what I'm talking about. That's why I like Google. Yeah. I type in songs lyrics all the time that I have no idea what the song is called. And it's like, all right, here's a song. I'm like, lit. Yeah, it's uh, Google knows what I want. It's sadly, although I have noticed, total tangent and rant, if I say something, if I say anything, quite honestly, it doesn't matter what program I'm using or if I'm not even using a program, Instagram or Facebook will know that I said it and they will... Give me a targeted ad for it. Case in point, we were talking, my girlfriend and I were talking shit about one of our cats and um, because he's fat, we fat shame him because he's a cat. What's he going to do? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, he's just going to look at me and, and want, want to be, want attention. So I said something about a hot dog eating contest and in her Instagram feed the next day, there was an, a targeted ad for like Nathan's hot dogs. Jesus Christ. Here's the best part. We're both vegetarians, so we don't even look for that shit on the internet. Not that I would buy hot dogs from the internet, which is a weird concept to even say out loud, but like, no. Like, maybe if I said something about power tools, that would make sense, but not on her phone, maybe more on mine. Anyways, that's uh, that's one of the reasons why I don't use Facebook too much. Yeah, Facebook is a little creepy. I'd be searching for stuff on, like, Amazon or Target and just pops up, and I'm like, dude, I don't like this. Like, I bought... um. Power Rangers in Space Morpher. Well, mm-hmm. I actually own two of them now. But Loser. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but the next day it pops up, like Facebook pops up, like, oh, Power Rangers in Space uh, Morpher. And I'm like, the fuck, man? You're like, well, I, I have one, but maybe I do need another one. Yeah, I'm trying to get five of them, but they're super expensive. Are, because it's so old or because it's become popular again? I mean, Power Rangers in Space had one of those popular morphers. Because, in my opinion, just had the best-looking morpher, but they're super hard to find anyways because they came out in 99. So finding one in good condition is just a pain in the ass. Yeah. I think all those older morphers are expensive, but Power Rangers in Space is just a little bit more expensive than all the other ones. What was their morpher? Because I, I honestly, I was a little, I'm, I'm a little older than you, so it, it kind of fell off 
the and I haven't gone back to rewatch it. It was a risk more for it like popped up and had numbers on it. Okay. And it was it was a cool morpher. When you so when you get those like like just uh, cuz Mighty Morphin was my jam. When you get the like the anniversary edition, you can get uh well, at Toys R Us back in the day when Toys R Us was the thing the first time. Jeffrey's to- uh toy box now. Is that what they're calling it now? That's what I heard they're going to be putting Kroger stores and that's what they're going to be called. Oh, okay. So they're not going to do their own freestanding stores. They're going to be a kiosk or something? Something like that. Maybe like one of those stores inside like Walmart or like, you know the, how Walmart has like stores inside of it? Like, uh, They're like branded aisles and stuff? Yeah, yeah basically. Mm-hmm. It makes sense because you have the name of, you know, the Toys R Us name or, or whatever. The only problem with Toys R Us is the, the, the reason they failed is because they overstocked too many things. What they needed to do is have a limited supplies of things in store and then have a, a, like a kiosk where you could order stuff offline. Well, that was their big thing. The online was atrocious ever since the internet became a thing. Yeah. And um, th- like you walk into one of their stores, it's like walking into a cold warehouse. Very uninviting. Yeah. And they didn't have Wi-Fi. What kind of horseshit is that? Yeah, who doesn't have Wi-Fi? Even the hotels on a on the street where people take hookers have Wi-Fi. Oh, dude, I sound like such a millennial. Who doesn't have Wi-Fi? <laughs> 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 no, it's true though. Like, if you don't have Wi-Fi these days, like, what are you doing? You're losing a huge audience. I mean, people people know what they want, and they want Wi. Because when I go to a store, I'm going to price match, or I'm going to at least look to see if I'm going to get. You know, I'm going I'm to look on Amazon and see if I can find this for the same price or better. No, see, I did that yesterday. I went to Guitar Center to get a mic arm because I needed one for my room. And they were like a hundred dollars, and I looked online and on Amazon, I was like thirteen bucks. I'm like, Yeet, y'all thought? I ain't paying a hundred dollars for one. I have a pretty basic scissor arm. If you need one, it's desk mounted. No, I'm good. I already got one. Okay. I, t- I took one from this studio, and then they wouldn't let me cancel my order on Amazon. And I was like, well, guess I get another one. Well, you can always return it. That's the best part about it. Yeah, I don't want to return it because I it's already here. I'm I don't care that much. It was thirteen dollars. I am. Yeah. I ain't going to cry over $13. Yeah, I have a couple things here that I failed to return because it was that same scenario. $13, $10. Whoop-de-doo. Yeah, so you, you, it's not going to break the bank over a few bucks. No, no, but what Will is finding... Oh, speaking of Fayetteville, I, don't, I didn't tell you this. I saw a guy that had a whole bunch of toys. He had the original command center in the box... Granted, the box was beat to shit, but I was like, oh, I might buy that, maybe. I didn't, but that's the end of that story. <laughs> I never had the command center as a kid, because I was born in 95. Mm-hmm. That's so, so cute. So, like, it, it was <laughs> it was before I was even born, so I never got a chance to get a hold of it. Like, I, I claim to be, like, a huge Power Rangers fan, like, MPR fan, but I never got to watch MPR on the air. Like, I didn't start remembering Power Rangers till Lost Galaxy. Well, you didn't have the opportunity. I mean, yeah, I was 12 at the time, so I could watch and not tell anybody because I was 15 by the time that Turbo came out or Zio came out. Nah, I think everybody goes through that stage where they hate or are or, or like, oh, I don't like Power Rangers, but secretly watch it. Well, it's not that you don't like it. It's just that you don't talk about it, especially when you're on the football and wrestling team. Yeah, you already get your ass kicked enough day to day. You don't need it. To, you know, you don't need a second beating that day. Like, you like Power Rangers, loser? Yeah. Hold up. Hold up. Power Rangers? I don't know. You watch some of them older episodes, and they cut pretty deep. Yeah. 
I mean, like, uh, it's funny. I was watching, um, I watched the, for an older episode of, of, uh, of the show Power Rangers in Cyberspace. I don't even know if I said that. That's the, that's the name of the show. I told you this already, but I didn't even say it in the intro. But uh, I watched episodes one through eight of Zeo. Mm-hmm. And in Zeo is where Tommy gets the Dear John letter from Kimberly. That shit was super dark. I know, like depressing. Like, and the ooh. funny thing is, I didn't realize until I thought about it. Probably back when I started when I watched Zeo in the in the in like January February, and I'm like, oh shit, that's what a Dear John letter is. She sent him a Dear John letter. I mean, I knew what a Dear John letter was, but I'm like, oh shit, she sent him a Dear John letter. Damn. And I was reading Power Rangers Pink right at the time. Or Mighty Morphin Pink. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, oh snap. Like, it kind of, it, it, it drew all that together. It's like when your parents told you something when you were a kid, and you're like, ah, what do you know? And then all of a sudden, I mean, you're not a parent, but I, I am. So I find myself every once in a while saying stuff that my parents say, and I'm like, shit, dad was right. Son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, that's generally how it happens, though. It's like, shit, I'm becoming my parents. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, uh, so let's segue off of that. Um, actually, one more note. Uh, this episode is going to be on audio, as it always is, but we're recording in video. So, I don't know what the turnaround time is for you, but this you can, you can watch me in my boring-ass office move my hands all over the place underneath the, uh, at the bottom of the screen. And watch me talk to Christian. Always fun. Yeah, again, uh, on YouTube, the Power Rangers guy. Um, so, for this episode, episode 40, I've been toying with this idea for a while. And uh, and, and when we... Oof, microphone just hit me in the face. <laughs> and and when, uh, when we were talking on, on Sunday last week, I had mentioned watching some of these shows that I'm not familiar with, but are still from Saban brands, VR Troopers, Beetle Borg, Superhuman Samurai, Cyber Squad, and geez, that's a long-ass name. There's a couple other ones. I, I don't remember them off the top of my head, but they're not important right now. Was so, it uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Saban? Uh, yeah. The live action? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A spinoff from Power Rangers in Space. Oh, so bad. <laughs> I love that episode, but it is awful. Oh, man, I love hearing Chris talk about it. Because he's like, what the fuck are the turtles doing here? Hey, but he got kicked their asses, so he was good with it. Yeah, yeah, his stuntman sure did get to kick their asses. No, he he was, when he was uh on the ship, that was him, but the stuntmen were the ones in the turtle suits. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, huh. Because they couldn't get the actors, because uh, Power Rangers was filmed in California, and TMNT was filmed in Canada, I think. Hmm. So they couldn't, they, all they got was a suit, so they didn't get the actors for them. So. Oh, okay. So they had to play double duty that time? Pretty much. Ooh. So today we're going to talk about, uh, through your suggestion, Beetleborgs, uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs, specifically season one, episodes 26 through 31, uh, related to the evil, uh, the curse of the Shadow Borg. Um, you mean story General Vengex? Is that who that was? Yeah, oh, that, that's Forever Red. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, I, for, I I was thinking about that. I'm like, oh, I should go back and watch Forever Red because in speaking to Chris at Raleigh, Supercon, he's like, oh, yeah, my favorite episode was filming Forever Red because it was 10 Red Rangers that fought the Beetleborgs on the moon and it made no fucking sense. That's a lot of Power Rangers episode. It makes no sense, but it's entertaining. 
Yeah, but uh, you've seen the. Uh, I mean, at, at, it's no secret that he's got the script at at most shows that he signs. And I I have one. Yeah, I bought one at the very. You know, just under the uh, the logo for Wild Fury, it says Wild Force. Yes, that one too. It says <laughs> it says no Japanese footage. Yeah. Like, so no they just shit, like <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's just all green screen and. I mean, it is like all green screen. Pretty much. And, you know, it, it, it blessed Chip Lynn because he probably pulled a turd out of somewhere and polished it enough to make everybody think that it was a good idea. Yeah, that was probably one of the best anniversary episodes. I mean, Dimensions in Danger was good, but... You know, I have that's been an, a topic uh, that I've been kind of kicking around in, my, uh, in the back of my head for a while to watch because there's only been five, ten. Five was... Um, wasn't really a thing, I don't think. Yeah, no. Ten was Forever Red. Fifteen was Once a Ranger. Twenty was Pile of Shit, and uh, the most recent one was a little better. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's shit. Maybe I'll just cut this audio out, and that'll be the that episode, <laughs> forty-five seconds long. But yeah, it's um, that, that's an idea to to kick it around. But yeah, Beetleborgs seasons one, season one episodes twenty-six through thirty-one. And and in in watching this, you've been you were familiar with Beetleborgs, correct? Yeah, I watched. Uh, I didn't watch it when it came out because it was '97, and I was what one or two mm-hmm. like somewhere in there. And I was like, okay, I went back and watched it when I was eleven, but I would never admit it <laughs> um, because they had all the episodes on YouTube, and I was like, fuck it, you know, I kind of want to see it because it wasn't that bad. I mean, it's bad, but it wasn't that bad, like. Let's see, let's let's just say all Saban shows were bad. Yeah, but they're entertaining. I'll, I'll rank. I'll tell you this. It's like for me because I watched the first two episodes of VR Troopers, and I watched to get a little bit of background because I didn't have any background for this series. I watched the first two episodes because you know then you get the idea of yeah who they are, who the characters are, what their traits are, what you know all this all the stuff. I watched the first two of VR Troopers a couple weeks ago, and holy shit! I mean, they're they're both dog shit, especially VR Troopers. But I also I can't even stand through VR. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're fine. I mean, I can't you, even watch VR Troopers. Have you ever watched the six minute pilot with Jason Frank as he's tight as he's yeah with Cybertron? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it was decent, but it, I think it was a better premise. A little yeah, goofy, but I don't know. I I feel like he he get kind of a. Uh, succeeded with not doing that show and doing Power Rangers. Yeah, and every convention known to man. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, he's booked at every convention he ever wants to go to. I mean, he he was the first guest announced for Power Morphicon Express in Pasadena, Texas. Well, he's isn't he um running or like a, he's part of it, like the in charge or something? I mean, he's cool with Scott, but I don't think he's like in charge, but he's Jason David Frank. If he wants anything, he'll get it. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of which, he'll be at Raleigh next year. He's uh, already announced for Raleigh Supercon. Yeah, I mean, I like seeing him at conventions, but with him being at conventions, it limits a lot of other Rangers being there. True. I mean, it would be nice. Like, I, I don't know if Raleigh's big enough to get Amy Joe back again two years in a row, but to have the two of them there, I might spring for a professional photo. Yeah. Um, I mean, that'd be kind of cool, but I don't know if... I mean, I kind of wanted to meet Amy, Amy Joe, but everybody says that she's just not interacting with fans. And I'm just like, I don't like. I like her as Kimberly, but I don't want to interact with her. If she's like that. 
I don't think I said more than 30 seconds of, hello, where do you want me to stand? Right here. Smile. Can you take another picture, please? And that was pretty much it. See, that that would irritate me. Because at least JDF, he, he like talks to you for a few minutes. Oh, yeah. He holds court. Yeah, my friend got the um, Power Morphicon, uh, the two Dino, Dino Thunder Rangers, mm-hmm. got these Dino Gems, um, and it, they weren't limited to like first 10 set because it came with the gems and it came with a box with the Dino Thunder logo on it. My friend got one, one of them, and he got it signed by the two Dino Thunder Rangers that were there and Jason David Frank. Mm-hmm. And JDF was just joking around with him and was like, he was like, took the black one. He's like, man, why don't you have the black one? Like, that's my dude. I, I got an extra one. I got you. Oh, nice. And gave him his back. He's, he's really, he's a cool dude. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah, well, the, the only thing that's an annoyance is he likes to get, show up when there's already a crowd waiting for him. So he's... He has an ego. He's on hot girl time, so he's never on time. Yeah, he, he, he definitely has a big ego and he likes that crowd and attention. He was made for this stuff, so that that's fine. Yeah, I mean, he and he he makes good on a lot of it too. It's just sometimes the timing is a little bit more difficult for some people. I bumped into some people who were waiting in line and they were just pissing and moaning. I'm like, hey, you know what? You're at a convention. Not everything's going to run smoothly. No, that he's here. Be happy. That line at uh, PMC, I waited in that line to meet him for three hours. Wowzers. Yeah, it was. He had a line from the time he get, got or before he got there to the time he left. Mm-hmm. Pro tip is if you. Uh, for him, his line. If you have more than one thing for him to sign, chances are if you ask, he'll sign. Not if you come with like 20 things, but if you have like three things and you pay for two, chances are he'll probably sign. He'll give you, he'll he'll throw one in for a third for free. Yeah, I, I mean, I was, um when I met him at Wizard World Richmond for the first time, because his line wasn't super long at Wizard World Richmond. I mean, it was long because Jason David Frank, but it wasn't like Power Morphicon long. Like I waited 20 minutes in line to meet him at, uh, Wizard World Richmond, but I took my morpher to take a picture with him, and he signed in eight by ten, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "You want me to sign those morphers too?" And I'm like, "I didn't pay for that." He's like, "Did I ask?" I'm like, "Yeah, that, that's that's the nice thing about it is he's he's pretty cool about about that stuff." Yeah, he's a genuine guy. Yeah, although I do want to ask him about Cybertron now because I didn't I didn't really uh, do, you know, all the questions were like Green Ranger. Um, you know, 25th anniversary, you doing anything. What's the legacy war, you know? Yeah. What's it like to be an eighth degree black belt to be as deadly as Chuck Norris, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. The thing I really wanted to see with him this year was him versus CM Punk. I don't know if you keep up <laughs> with uh, any of that shit. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen the headlines. My thing is punk was like, Oh, I beat him. I'm like, dude, you don't have any experience in martial arts and JDF. Yes. He was a power ranger, but yes, he's legit. But before that he was like a fifth degree black belt. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he he's legitimately a badass. Don't look at him the wrong way on the street, you know? Yeah, he could, he could easily kill you. Yeah. So, back to the show topic here, and I'm going to read off of my notes here. Beetleborgs uh, ran for two seasons, 88 episodes from September 96 through March of 98, based on two different Toei properties, Juco B-Fighter and B-Fighter Kabuto. And this is more sitcom-based. The states for Beetleborgs is more sitcom based versus the monster of the day, powering uh, Mighty Morphin based, which ran roughly at the same time. the The show follows three main characters. Uh, keep me honest here. Oh, you know, I have Wikipedia open right here. Drew and Joe, brother and sister, and Roland. The show takes place at a comic book shop mostly. That's their 
that's where they hang out. But then they also have a, ma- a haunted mansion that they go to. Hillhurst. Yes, and they have a Bruce Campbell-like, Elvis-like, every single pop culture and kid-based jargon of the time all wrapped up into this goofball. I'm, tell- I'm telling you, it's like if Ash versus if Ash from Ash versus Evil Dead was a goober. Yeah, I could see it. And um, man, and watching this as a 35-year-old man, it was a little tough the first two episodes. I'll be honest, just to just to get background, but you know the the whole premise is that uh, they 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 free Flabber in this haunted mansion by accident. Flabber is the Bruce Campbell fella, and he grants them a wish. They wish to be Beetleborgs, which is a comic book that's very popular in the town. And I don't know if you're familiar with old comic book, uh, '90s comic books, and a little bit before, but Beetleborgs is is has uh, is officially approved by the comic book authority, the comic code, the comic code authority. Yeah, they had an episode where they were at Comic Con. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't. Uh, I didn't really delve into any of the other episodes. Yeah, and then they had a comic book that came out. It was Power Rangers Turbo versus Beetleborgs. Was there ever an episode crossover? No, it was never an episode. It was just a comic. Okay. Interesting comic, but I was a kid at the time, so I fucked up my copy because I don't remember. I think I just threw it away, and now it's like one hundred and forty-four dollars, and I'm like, mother. Fucker. And you know what? You'd probably find that comic in a dollar bin at a convention somewhere. I know. That's what I, I, I went. Okay, so I went to what was it? It was I went to three different cons in three different weekends. Uh-huh. I went to Fayetteville, NecoCon, and uh, Richmond Com or Richmond Comic Con at the Speedway. Uh, it, yeah, the Raceway or whatever it was. I almost went to that one a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, it was okay. But I looked around for that comic so much. I'm like, hey, y'all have this? And they're like, nah. But I went to um, a few comic stores, and they're like, look, you go to like comic stores that nobody ever heard of, they will probably have it because people have turned them in, and you can probably get it for a cheap price. I might have to check out my comic shop because they, uh, they have three stores in the area, and one of them's a warehouse. Well, the fourth one is a warehouse that they open up every once in a while, and uh, they sell their stuff for pretty cheap. Uh, once a month they open the warehouse up. You can go in before they sort through it all. I got myself an Infinity Gauntlet cookie jar. Ultimate Spider-Man, number one, that uh, that really hard one to find. The yeah. Well, the white cover is the really hard one to find, but I got the red one for a pretty, pretty good price. So I'll have to make a note of that. What was it called? Zeo versus... It's, uh, no, it's Turbo versus Beetleborgs. I'll have to look. I might have to... And it was, pre- it was a pretty decent comic. It was like... I mean, it won't too long, but it like... As a kid, I remember it being good. It probably was atrocious. Now, if I read it, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, um, I don't, I don't doubt it. But it's a tie-in. I kind of, I, I want to frame it and put it next to my other comics because I got a Power Morphicon exclusive comic signed by Kyle Higgins. Oh, nice. Um, I got the, I think it was issue thirty. I got another one of those. It was uh, the Dragon Ball Z homage cover, mm-hmm. which uh, was that was the one I really wanted. But it was like a West Coast exclusive uh, comic shop like exclusive their shop and I, I saw it at pmc and i'm like oh fuck it you know gotta get it and then i got the um WonderCon exclusive with uh the hyperforce rangers on it mm. and uh it had a uh, time for silver is the only reason i got it i got the um the one per store variant for 20 i want to say it was issue 29 mm-hmm. with the um draken and his original draken you know just the, the white and the green costume yeah where he's got like the He's levitating the green crystal. Yeah. 
Yeah, I bought that. It took me about two hours to decide if I wanted to buy it or not. They put it in my box, and I'm like, I don't know that I want to pay this much for it. I did, in the long run. After I realized I got my 10% discount for having a subscription. It's like, yeah. I was like, okay, that makes it a little bit more, uh, I can swallow it a little bit easier now. Yeah, you, you can just, just be like, okay, yep, yeah, just do it. Yeah, just it was. Swipe the card, do the damage. It was one of the few that I uh, I was like, all right. I had to break out the uh, the logic. I'm like, all right. So I spent more for Amazing two, Amazing 300. So I'm still within my budget. You know, I was like, oh, so uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll buy it then. But anyway, so, geez, we're good at going on tangents. Yeah, we really are. That's okay with me. So long story short, Flabber grants them their wish to be Beetleborgs. And um, little to... Little did he know that that would open up a whole world of shit. A portal from the comic book realm opens up. Uh, Vexer, who is basically Dracula. Yeah. And his, uh, I just called them goons because I could never tell what their names were. Jara was one of them and Noxic, and then I don't remember the third. Yeah, I mean, I don't really remember their names because I haven't. It's not important. I mean, I watched it, but it was like, yeah, I don't care about them. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm sure it's uh, Vexer, uh, Typhus, Noxic, and Jara. And of course, Shadowborg was the fourth henchman. Now, have you ever watched? Do do you watch the Sentai at all? Not much. The only like Super Sentai I ever watched was a uh, Gokaiger, and it was a few episodes of that. It wasn't anything. I mean, I watched a Gokaiger versus a Zuoger crossover, but mm-hmm. nothing like. I mean, I've seen a few like episodes of different Sentais for like the crossovers, but nothing major. So the Shadowborg story arc reminded me of. The Cayuger, second half of, uh, well, more like the middle third of Cayuger, where, uh, which was uh, the Dino with the gun. Was that Dino Thunder? Dino Charge? Yes, sure. The not Jason David Frank one. The one that was a couple years ago. Yeah, Dino Charge. Dino Charge, yeah. So there's a, they bring on a new general. Uh, the Big Bad brings on a new general. And um, he basically trying to think if there's an, an older version of Power Rangers that did it too, but they bring on a new general and he basically does everything that the previous generals couldn't do and they just kind of become comic fodder. Kind of like what Goldar and Rito become yeah. toward, toward the end of season three. And uh, you know, basically just wreck shop. Long story short, eventually he gets defeated because he's proven to be like, um, you know, I'm better than you and, and making them look like idiots. But then he ultimately gets defeated and then the original generals return, but they're like pissy about it. So it was kind of cool to see that. I saw some, uh, some comparisons, but I did like how they introduced this, uh, this new character, the shadow Borg by basically stealing a piece of the, um, the blue beetle Borg's armor, his shoulder piece. Yeah. And actually seeing that it was showing that it was armor and not like just spandex and, assumed powers it was you actually have armor with circuitry underneath and wires and all that yeah and they really set the stage no different than i I saw a lot of green with evil in this they set the stage you know he takes all their he basically absorbs their powers into little gems and he put wears them on his chest like a decoration to the point where they have to but they still have their they call them civilian powers super speed super strength and super telekinesis which kind of goofy if you ask me Saban. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Um, let's see. That was episode 26, episode 27. 
I told you I have a ton of notes. Here's here's my first page of notes. That's just for two episodes. Jesus. Which way do I go on the camera here? I go this way. So, yeah. So, basically, the second episode of the arc, we are introduced to Art Fortunes, the guy who created the Beelborgs. And he... And oh, we also are introduced to Josh, who is uh, at odds with Drew because of this stupid little girl, Heather, who's just a cock tease and everything else. Yeah, pretty much. That's all she was the whole season. Every whole series. Like, yeah, yeah. I could deal without her. She was just there to for the... Uh, I didn't even write their names down because they weren't of any value or importance, but the basically the Balkan Skull. Of yeah, the watered-down Balkan Skull, the one that nobody yeah. liked. Yeah, they were annoying as anything, too, and so early 90s with their... Oh, yeah, uh... You know, with just their arrogance and their just everything, and just wound up. We're rich. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. Shut the fuck up! I'll whoop your ass. I was waiting for the driver to backhand him at some point, at any point. Basically, like. Yeah, but Josh is uh, he becomes the new member of the team after Art draws a unique Beetleborg. The white Blaster Beetleborg. Yeah, whoop de doo. I actually really liked him. Yeah, and you know he looked like one of the um, uh, one like the White Ranger, Shogun Sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's um, yeah, not the White Alien Ranger, but the Shogun Sword. Yeah. And he eventually become he art draws. It was kind of interesting to see that they were going with a different thing, like oh. Like Zordon's like, oh, I'm going to create a ranger, but this guy's like, I'm going to draw one, and Flabber's going to use his magic to bring it to life, which was a different spin. It was kind of neat. Josh becomes the white the white badass, gets the gems back, so everybody's a Beetleborg again. But in the next episode, Josh is uh, feeling some self-pity and turns in his Beetleborgizer, what was that thing called? Beetlebonder. Yeah. Kind of goofy. Hey, but Saban... Such alliteration. Beetle Bonder. Beetle Blast. There were a lot of things in this episode that I wrote questions down, like when uh, Art creates the Thunderstinger for the Blue Beetleborg, and he says specifically only the Blue Beetleborg can use it, which when you watch till the fifth and sixth episode, it's because he's got a Battleizer equivalent. Yeah. But I wrote down here, uh, can the Shadowborg use or steal the Thunderstinger because he's originally of Blue Beetleborg origin? Sadly, they didn't play that out at all. No. That'd be too complex for Saban. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know why they waited till the fourth episode of the series of this miniseries to use their Zord equivalents. I don't even know what they were called because they didn't really use them too much in the first or second episode. Enough for me to write them down. Yeah. Um, and they kind of undercut the Shadowborg in this episode too because what's his face? Vexer is that his name? Yeah, Vexer. Yeah, he's like, hey, asshole, you got to come back because you got to be recharged with my sword of energy. Energy, was it? Energy axis. Yeah, something like that. Which becomes the, you know, the uh, the point of the next episode is uh, they got to steal it because that can in- infuse with more power anybody that uses it. But be careful because you might get, uh, you might get got. You might turn bad. So they find where the, uh, where they're at. Where the bad guy's lair is. And then Drew and Josh, who are fighting like Tommy and Jason did in that episode where they had to go get... Had to Two go, heads. Yeah, where they had to go fight Titanus. Yeah. And where they uh, where he gave him his his shield. 
Uh, let's see. And blah, blah, blah. They steal it, and he gets his... Uh, Blue Beetleborg gets his... He's like, oh, I'm, I need it right now, because if not, then the White Shadow, or the White... What's his name? The White Knight Beetleborg. White Blaster Beetleborg. <laughs> yeah, him. Such goofy names, man. Yeah. He... <laughs> Uh, he's got to use it or he's going to get shit stomped. You know, as you do, you give yourself uh, an infusion of potentially dark energy. Why not? Makes sense. Yeah, it worked, sure. it worked though. He got, uh, hey, the butterfly got his wings. Yeah. And uh, in the last episode, big rumble in Charterville. First of all, three quarters of this episode could have been cut out to make it a three minute long episode. That delivery guy at the beginning where he's bitching about the comic books and they're like, oh, we're going to use all of our powers because... We can. Yeah, because we can. Even though Drew told them not to use their civilian powers unless they need to. It's like, do you need to to recover com- I mean, I can understand the, the priority. Yes, you need to to recover comic books. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was just a little goofy. In the end, you know, the Battleizer defeats the Shadow Borg. But in doing so, they learn that the White Blaster Beetleborg is linked to the Shadow Borg, which makes sense, but pisses me off it's kind of goofy I, although i did like the way that they showed that he was losing his uh, uh losing his power with the uh the fading of the, the the suit you know kind of fading on and off yeah i remember them doing that in season two of mighty morphin with the green ranger powers yeah yeah how about that thanks saban for recycling that and half this uh half the uh, monsters in the show pretty much yeah and the way they defeat they, they defeat in quotes vexer really quickly is i i, I even wrote down the original three def- team up and defeat Vexer. That's it? Question mark? Like, okay, I guess. And now, I didn't watch anything beyond this, but I did also write a question because Art leaves the uh, the mansion. Fuelhurst. Yes, thank you. At the end of the episode. Is he secretly Vexer in disguise? Do you want me to spoil that for you? Or? Well, I, I, you know, in and, and, and watching this, the episodes did get better as I watched them. I'll be honest. I'll give you my... my my uh, thoughts on it and then we can kind of talk shop about the the rest of the show and and you know whatever but it was like i said as watching it as a 35 year old man i did feel like it was um i was a little more mature for the show than the show was intended to be obviously i'm not the intended audience because the kids are what between nine and 13 maybe yeah somewhere in there and the jokes were very dated very dated 90 ish Oh, they were probably older. They were dated for the time. Yeah. I mean, it was a decent show. It, it, you could definitely tell that. The, I mean, this series seemed to be, this miniseries, this arc seemed to be very heavy on unique footage, except for the very end. You could definitely tell the difference. Um, I mean, it was, overall, it was decent. I am curious to see the, the end. I'll probably end up watching the end of the first season, the last episode or two, because I know that they. How they do it, I don't know, but I know that they change costumes, suits, whatever. Yeah, it's um, they they call it they call them Beetleborgs metallics now. Yeah, and and there's what three total big bads? I think two or three big bads or groups. You know, well, it was Vexer's groups, and then Vexer uh, Vexer goes away uh, for season two. So yeah, well, it's a different series. Yeah, so they kind of have to get rid of him. Yeah, it's yeah, it's no different than Alien Rangers and their Zords and Ninjor had to go away because, you know, blah blah blah. So yeah, go ahead and spoil it for me. I'm curious. Okay, so Art is not Vexer. 
Okay. But he does come back for season two. Mm-hmm. Um, and his brother is one of the evils of season two. No. Oh. Less fortunes. That is an awful, awful. No, that's just awful. Yeah, I know. And then uh, he he draws for uh, I don't remember his name. Damn. Nukas. Uh, yeah. Thank you, that's his name. Oh, I'm looking at Wikipedia right here. The crustaceans. Yeah, yeah, them. Oh, yeah, and he even says here, villains created by less fortunes. Less and art fortunes. Yeah, hilarious. And then they get the, um, towards the end, they get the Astro coins and the Astro boards and just a bunch of crazy shit, but they never bring back the white blaster beetle boards for anything. Oh, so he was just in for those five or six episodes? Yep. That was one of the most wasted opportunities, in my opinion, of the whole show. Hmm. He, he was the Tommy equivalent of Beetleborgs. Yeah, but I mean, he was annoying as an as a as an actor. I didn't mind him. I thought he was better than the or the the original three. Well, yeah, that's probably true. He's probably a little bit more experienced in acting. Yeah. But man, he was perfect at being an annoying little kid. Yeah, which was, I mean, that's what he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be a jerk. True. True. He was the, uh, he was basically the the cat to Tommy and Kimberly, in terms of uh, Drew and Heather. Not that Drew ever said anything to Heather, from what I can tell. Nope, never. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. But I bet they met on Facebook years later. Pretty much, like, yo, I'm sliding your DMs. What's up? Pretty much. So I don't know. I might revisit Beetleborgs after a long break because, boy, I'm gonna need a break. I hope that at least that the jokes in the in season two are better, and it's not as um, goofy. Yeah, I mean it's still Beetleborgs. It's but honestly, at the time, you you could either watch Beetleborgs or Power Rangers Turbo. I have a problem with Turbo. I can't stand Justin. <laughs> can't stand a Blue Ranger. Yeah. So at that time, if you're going to watch a show it's, or a Saban show, it's going to be Beetleborgs. True. Because VR Troopers was pretty much winding down. Yeah, it was. I think it came out in '95 and ended in what '96, around the same time Beetleborgs came out. That might be the case. Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. That show was atrocious. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. Have you ever noticed though with Saban? I think they really, because they were on daily, they had such an issue with doing an episode a day and running out of original content. Are running out of you know the the original footage, and um, you know just not having, you know having to having to either the seasons are so damn long, but they're so short, you know they're like Mighty Morphin, forty episodes. Oh shit, we ran out of footage. Yeah, it's like what do we do now? And it was two months because it was on every day, and and this you know the first season is fifty two episodes, and it only lasted for the whole show was eighty eight episodes. It lasted for two seasons. 88 episodes is typically, that's when you're, that's like second episode into season five of normal weekly shows. Yeah. But these are 20 minutes long and not geared towards family prime time. It's not the Flash or Arrow or... Which Arrow's on right now? Oh shit, it is, isn't it? <laughs> that's all right. Apple TV will record it for me. I, I'll just watch tomorrow on the CW app. I'm okay. I'll just catch Legends tonight. I, I stream it. My mom and dad have Comcast, which means that I have Comcast too. Gotta love that. Oh my goodness, they have HBO and everything. So, Beetleborgs. Eh, maybe I'll revisit it later. I don't know. It it definitely wasn't the worst Saban show. 
Oh no, I'm sure that they're. I mean, I'd love to see the old footage of uh, where they tried to use Change Man, the demo footage. Yeah, uh, I'd love to see that, just to see what uh, what that looks like. Probably looks awful, but yeah, yeah, I'm I don't not, doubt it. I, I I don't know. I thoroughly enjoyed Beetleborgs when I was rewatching when I was like. 10, 11, 12. I don't know how that was. I just remember staying up every Friday night to watch a few episodes on my computer. You know, Anthony said, Anthony, you and Anthony are, are very much the same age. And he, he mentioned the same thing. He liked Beetleborgs a lot, especially the, the Metallics. I like the original better than the Metallics, though. Hmm. Well, I'm not against giving it, picking and choosing and, and just kind of watching the key episodes or, you know, whatever and talking about them some more. But uh, it's for a later time. Much later, not today, not this week. But with that, what other um, any other thoughts on Beetleborgs? Um, my thoughts on Beetleborgs as a whole, it was a good show. I think the best arc was the Shadowborg arc, and the whole White Blaster Beetleborgs. I think the biggest wasted opportunity was bringing the White Blaster Beetleborg back for something. But I get it because they did change half arc for the second season, so there was no footage for them to come back. And they didn't really want to invest the money into it to make original footage for just the White Blaster Beetleborg because he didn't ex- succeed as much as Tommy did. Yeah, I think I mean that was lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Because as soon as Tommy came in as a White Ranger, you noticed like, he's barely ever with the other Rangers. Well, and, and honestly, in watching the, uh, the Sentai of, uh, of Jew Ranger, it's, you, can, you can tell why. It's, it's very interesting. It's so different. It's not Western. It's not a Western story at all. Like it is, yeah. it's very Japanese and, you know, old world Japan. And, you know, when millions of, was it 10 million years ago when humans and dinosaurs roamed the earth? Yeah. Which, you know, is accurate. Then they cryogenically freeze these six tribe leaders, or these five tribe leaders, you know, like you do 10 million years ago, cryo freeze people. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But the, um, you know, it, it's very interesting, even watching just the Green with Evil episodes and comparing them with the Sentai, it is starkly different. You can definitely tell the footage when they're going from Power Rangers to Super Sentai. It is so easy. To, like, if you can't tell the difference, you are not watching. Oh, yeah, look at the shield. That's all you got to look at. Yeah, basically, that shield, the American shield, I hated it. Oh, Instead of Jason David Franco, I was like, what the hell is this? This is dog shit. It was just utter dog shit. They're like, nobody will notice. Yeah, right. Really? Nobody will notice. When you're 10, but when you're an adult, granted, they probably didn't expect it to have the longevity that it has. No, I don't think they ever saw it go in 25 years. Shit. I don't think anybody saw it go in 25 years for real. Yeah, how about it? Through four different TV deals? Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully Hasbro uh, succeeds with it. I didn't realize the new Yellow Ranger was 18 years old. She was born in 2000. Oh, my goodness. I feel super old. And I'm only 22. Like, That's crazy. 20, 18 I, years old. I made a video about her age. I was like, the I was <laughs> comparing stuff to the time that was popular the year she was born. Oh, I was nice. like, she was she was one years old when the uh, first Harry Potter movie came out. Wow. So 18 years old would be 2000. Yes. Uh, when what? So let's let, let's play the game. Do you, do you have her birth date uh, in front of you? Is is it she? Or is it a is a is it a male? It's a she, Jacqueline Sislowski. Okay. Let's see, oh, my phone's on airplane mode. Let me turn it off airplane mode. But uh, Mario on Google. No. I don't remember her. I I had it written down, but 
There we go. Let's see, I can take her birthday to minutes, wait. <sighs> Should be on our IMDb, I think. Born May 15th, 2000. Okay, so May 15. So May 15, 2000. What was I doing? Because I was an adult. I'm, I'm an adult. So May 15 was two weeks before my junior year of high school was ending. I had had my driver's license for that entire school year. I'd actually gotten it August of the year before. At the end of May in 2000, I was finishing up my first and only year of track and was working part-time. Had a job, had a car. I was actually on my second car by then. First car I wrecked about two weeks after getting my license. Not my fault, thank you. Oh, um, the following year, the following October, I moved out of my parents' house into my first apartment, graduated high school that following, that same year. Jeez, that's crazy. 18 years old and she's acting. She was in, uh, I think Batman versus Superman as like an extra, but she hasn't been anything like, she hasn't done anything like as a major role, but I did message her on Instagram because I'm not one of those people who make a video about something and not tell them about it. Sure. That's good. So I'm, I messaged her, I'm like, hey, look, made this video about you, I didn't talk crap about you, like, you can watch the video. Like, I, I was honest, I was like, it blew me, she was 18, but... Maybe you want to I rephrase that? It blew my mind. There you go. <laughs> yeah, some some people are going to be like, what did you just say? Yeah. Nah, nah. But, uh, no, I messaged her, I was like, yeah, look, I made this video, I was like, yeah, I didn't realize you were 18, and she actually messaged me back. Oh, cool. Which I was surprised about. I was like, oh, okay. Pretty cool. She's, she was like, oh, thanks for the video, blah, blah, blah. Hope to make y'all proud. I'm like, well, you look like a Yellow Ranger, so hopefully you act like a Yellow Ranger. Like, she looks like a Ranger. And I'm mm -hmm. just like, okay, so if, if she can act well, we'll, we'll be in for a good season. Well, the good news is that she's had she's been acting for 10 years. Her first role is in 2008. Yeah. So, there. So we'll, we'll see. I, I'm super excited for Beast Morphers. It's a, it's a like cyber themed. It's pretty cool. And I, I, I was uh, at actually at KatsuCon 2017 when they announced Power Rangers Beast Morphers. I'm like, what the hell? Because I never thought they would go back. Yeah, that's weird. Because GoBusters is was in like 2012 or 2011, somewhere in that area. I want to say it was like 2012 or 2013, but yeah, it's it doesn't seem to be. It's very strange, but it's the homage season two of Sentai to Power Rangers. It even says it's morphin' time. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And they say it in, like, a Western accent. It's morphin' time. Yeah, it's definitely overdubbed. I love it, though. Yeah. It's... I can't... I want to see what Hasbro does with the toys, though, because... Because it's Hasbro. Like, the morpher... Ah, hopefully it's good. I mean, they make Beyblades. They make, uh... What is the Marvel collection? Mm -hmm. The Legends. So, yeah, Marvel Legends. So I'm hope. Like, did you see the Lightning collection they're coming out with? No, I haven't. I haven't. Their version of the Legacy line. Like, of course, the first Ranger they revealed for it was Tommy mm -hmm. White Ranger, because it's fucking Tommy. But I got to take a picture of it and a video of it when I was at PMC because they had it in case. But it's six inches. And it comes with interchangeable heads and uh, oh, yeah. weapons. I've seen these. Yeah, they're like the figure arts almost. But just, uh, actually, they're almost the same price. Well, they're... Uh, Tommy's calling. 
It's actually my brother. But um, they're only 20 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what they said at PMC. Uh, somebody was like, look, um, I get it. It looks a lot better. I like it. But I don't want to break the bank either. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's good because it's staying the same price as Legacy, like nineteen ninety nine. That's nice. That's definitely nice. Yeah, it'll so be... I'm, I wouldn't... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I would... I would like to see Hasbro kind of use their existing toy lines like Nerf or whatever to make, you know, use, use that production line to, to make stuff that's, you know, Power Ranger centric, like the blasters or whatever, and actually make them so that you can, I don't know, have a Nerf themed or Power Rangers themed Nerf gun or something. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, hopefully they integrate stuff and mm-hmm. it's just going to be, I don't know. It's just going to be a lot cooler. Cause I, I bought, um, a bunch of legacy figures. I I bought like Lord Dragon figures. I bought uh, Psycho Silver, Psycho Green, all of in space. A few Dino Thunder Rangers, uh, Green and Red Mighty Morphin Rangers. Uh, I'm sure there's a few other in there. I can't remember, but I bought a decent amount of legacy uh, collection. We'll have to chat on a, on a future episode about stuff we have, and because honestly, I'm not sure if I want to keep all the stuff that I have. I might actually want to pare some of it down. I actually sold my. Um, my legacy Toys R Us, uh, Toys R Us exclusive Legacy Megazord 2016 one, because that 2010 version is garbage. You know where they uh, they dipped the the sword in chrome and then it wouldn't fit into the hand. Yeah. Um. So I got the the 2016 version and I actually sold it on Am. I put it on Amazon like six months before. I forgot all about it and uh, someone bought it from me for like three fifty. Damn. I was like, you're dumb, but thanks. Oh, Zordon again. Yeah. It's- I hate my phone. That's all right. Well, I think I think we're pretty much done with uh, the episode anyway. I think we can start to wind down here. Uh, so, uh, so Christian, why don't you plug your stuff, and uh, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, I mean, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Subscribe to me on YouTube, the Power Rangers guy. Uh, anywhere, Twitter, it's all the Power Rangers guy. It's my profile picture is me with uh, Peter Sidarso. Which did you see? Um that uh, Yoshi Sadarso is returning for the Christmas episode of Super Ninja Steel. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, we can talk about that in a later episode, but it looks cool. Hmm. So Peter and Yoshi together, be awesome. But yeah, um, I try to come out with a video at least once a week, but sometimes it doesn't happen because, you know, life. Yeah, videos are hard. But no, yeah, it's and it's coming up with con- like, concept for videos. It's awful sometimes. Like, ah, I don't know, I want to put one up, but I don't know what I want to do. No, I hear you. But thank you for having me on the show, bro. No, I mean it was it was great to you know just to by chance run into you, and um, you know just kind of start chit chatting about things. And I thought we were done talking like five minutes into chatting, and then we just started talking about everything else. And was like, oh, we have a common interest, and why not? Why the hell not? Yeah, basically, like why not? Yeah, I like talking. You like talking. I can't stop talking. It'd be better if you like listening, and I like talking, but. This works too. This was a good test run, I think. I like it. Uh, we'll see what our listeners think. Anything else that you have to add? Uh, go watch Beetleborg's <laughs> Shadowborg arc. That's you'll you won't regret it. The General Vengex arc. Yeah, basically. Yep, yep. So, uh, just a friendly reminder to all the listeners: uh, you can find this show. You can find this recording actually in a couple, and we'll put a thing on our Instagram about it. You can find this video of me making faces and looking all over the place on uh, Christian's YouTube channel, uh, the Power Rangers, Power Rangers guy, right? Yeah, Power Rangers guy. 
And um, you can also find Power Rangers in Cyberspace on Instagram, Power Rangers in Cyberspace, and on Facebook. Sometimes I'll post things on there, but not very often. Sorry. Facebook is my Achilles heel. I love Facebook. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've been around since Facebook was a baby. And also, it's in the show notes, but I haven't mentioned it lately. Send us an email, powerrangersincyberspace at gmail.com, and you... Uh, and send us a, a show topic, something you want to hear us talk about. And I will send you something for free, an old retro Power Rangers figurine toy collectible from the mid-90s, partly because I have them and I want to get rid of them. Do you remember the old um, stuffed a- stuffed animal uh, Power yeah. Rangers figures? Yeah. yeah. There were two versions. There was the one with the cloth head. Can't have those. And then there were the ones with the hard plastic head. Yeah, I do remember those because... My brother hit me with one. I hurt like a motherfucker. Well, good news is that I have like three or four of them. Shit hurts. Don't ever get hit by one. Those are the ones I'm giving away. Oh, word? Yeah. The white... Don't hit people with them. Yeah. The, yeah. The, I, I have um, actually picked up the... Uh, I found them on... There's this Facebook group where people buy and sell Power Ranger stuff from each other. And I found all but two of the ones with the, uh, the articulating arms. Yeah, uh, and the the, cloth, the the stuffed heads, and I, this guy sent me a Green Ranger in the the, the box because it's not really a box, you know, it's that goofy open thing on the front. Yeah, and uh, a, a Green Ranger in the box, one out of the box, pink, yellow, blue, and I think black. No, I found a red and a black elsewhere, but this guy sent me those other ones for fifty bucks. I'm like, damn, dude, you got you ripped yourself off, but that's cool. Yeah, that's fine. The uh, green in the box on Amazon is like 150. Yeet, that's too much. Yeah, and I got all of them for 50. I'm like, cool, man, appreciate it. Pleasure doing business with you. Yes, sir. So, but anyway, so if you want something cool, send me an email with uh, something you want me to talk about. Christian will probably join me again. Uh, I'm ho- well, I'm hoping is. Uh, hopefully, the uh, we'll see what the uh, the fans say, the listeners. But I'll be honest, I like him. I like talking to him, so he'll be back anyway. Yep. But um, again. Do what I just said, and uh, you'll get something for free. Your your contributions will be rewarded. So you can say no to free stuff. Yeah, free. My favorite F word. My second favorite F word. <laughs> Next to uh, far, far away. Yes. <laughs> so so uh, for Christian, uh, I'm Sean. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you again. You'll you'll listen to us talk to you again shortly, soon, ish.
Power Rangers in Cyberspace is distributed by BICBP-radio.com, the BICBP Radio Network.